Welcome to Briefings in Brief, an audio digest of news and information from the packet pushers, including vendor briefings, industry research and commentary. I'm Greg Ferris, the 16th of May, 2019. I've just come from a briefing with a company called Solo.io. Now, the problem with the cloud is that you lose control of the networking. The abstraction of the network in AWS or Azure means that you have lots of new problems due to the fact that you can't control the network and you certainly can't get visibility into it. You don't know how much traffic's moving between nodes. You don't even know where the traffic is going because there's no controls. Once you sort of shove everything into an IP address or into a VPC, you lose control of that. So one way that you want to put something back is that you, to get control of that traffic, to get that visibility or that knowledge, is to insert uh, nodes in the middle so that you can intercept traffic. Now, obviously, intercepting at layer two or layer three of the model isn't very practical. So service mesh is, a, is about putting the services back by inserting L7 interception functionality, and that's the basic principle behind an Envoy proxy. And then you use an Istio-based service mesh overlay to give you back your visibility and control. And that means literally putting a sidecar container or for every container network or container in your system, there's a sidecar container attached to it that all the network traffic passes through. And if it's encrypted, it gets unencrypted and it goes on to the container node. So by using a service mesh overlay like this, you get back visibility, you get control, you can rate limit your traffic, you can decrypt it and validate that it's using genuine certificates and all that sort of stuff. But it also offers opportunities that aren't possible with traditional network. Once you've got L7 proxies all over the place and they're working well and at speed for you, you've now got the ability to do new things. And Solo IO starts with this idea. So using Envoy as a layer 7 load balancer, they call it an API gateway, but people like us would call it an L7 proxy that does rate control, decryption, API translation, all the sorts of things that you can do with an application delivery controller slash L7 load balance functionality. And that's where they started. So this um, idea of a Solo glue is that their load balancer is container aware and it's built with a bunch of tools for knowing what's in containers and how it's going to work with you. Okay, from that basis... You've got this API gateway. You've got this L7 proxy. What apps can we build across that? Because there's layer seven load balance, layer seven proxies in container networks. Everybody's got them. They're not. They're not new, right? So what they've decided to do is say we're going to build apps on top of these API gateways to automate a whole bunch of various functions. Because if you've got a sidecar container all over your Kubernetes cluster, you've got an administration problem right there. So Superglue, which is their next product, the assumption is that you'll not only have a service mesh network, but you'll have more than one service mesh. That is, uh, the original idea was that you'd have one big Kubernetes cluster and inside there would be all your apps and they just all mystically, magically interoperate together. Of course, the reality of this is that Kubernetes was never designed to have a networking or have multi-tenancy or multi-apps. And so it doesn't work so well at hosting many apps. And so the current trend is many smaller Kubernetes clusters. And now you've got a service mesh problem because you've got multiple service meshes with different setups, but you want to try and run them as one network. So Superglue is an attempt to overcome the limits of Istio with Envoy proxies, set things like SSL certificate management, enforced deployment, you know, making sure that a developer didn't skip putting the sidecar in because they got lazy or something like that. And they take charge, uh, Superglue takes charge of launching and managing key mesh functionalities like encryption, telemetry, and chasing so that you know where the packets are going, why they're going. You don't have to do all that manually. There's a lot of toil and scut work in service meshes around that, and getting rid of it is a good thing. 
Superglue also has a uh, what they call a, a, an opinionated workflow configuring your mesh to work with any ingress. So regardless of what cloud you are, what sort of ingress, whether it's direct from internet or fed, and they're trying to unify that. So whether you're running a service mesh on a GCP or an AWS or an Azure, it unifies it into a single interface, abstracts away the complexity. And they're particularly interested in making it useful across multiple Kubernetes namespaces, across clusters, across clouds, and so forth. So you get a uniform sort of thing. I think that was interesting enough. That would be enough to say this is a smaller company just getting the product off the ground. But what they're now saying is that once you've got that in place, you can start to put apps on top of that so you can build a platform out of it. Now, the decision to make an app platform play is pretty brave. In the modern era, we know mostly that platforms like this don't work. Buying apps from an app store is an outdated model that enterprise IT doesn't normally go for. But that doesn't mean that it won't work here if they can offer a range of useful apps that customers might want. So one of the demos or one of the things that you can see is they're actually now saying, well, why don't you do application debugging in the flow? So attach your debugger to the Istio service mesh run by Superglue, and I can now have an app which actually you can trigger the debugger on your app and then watch the packets move through the service mesh so you can see what is actually flowing through the L7 proxy. So you can watch your database reads and writes. You can watch your L7. You know, because an Istio service node decrypts the L7 with your certificates and then re-encrypts it as it sends it on to the final container and to the app container, you actually could get a hold of that. So that's pretty useful. And that's an interesting demonstration of how service meshes can do something that you would never do in a normal network and take real control. Now, for sure, there's plenty of costs here. There's plenty of complexity going on. But this is an interesting progress, I think. So maybe if you're interested in that, head on over to solo.io and have a look at that and see if you can decode what I've got. And uh, it'd be interesting to have a quick look. Uh, That was Briefings and Brief from the Packet Pushers. For more IT podcasts, blogs, and news created for engineers, subscribe for free at packetpushers.net. And for even more great information, become a member at at ignition.packetpushers.net. That's your opportunity to support us. If you think that we're doing good work and good for you, then by all means do that. As always, thanks for listening. 